What's up, bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes? My name's Colin Prentice, the arch. To my right is Tom Gannon, the heel. And to my left is Bryce Clark, the toe. How are we doing today, boys? What to do, baby? Are we on the same sides every episode, or is that does that change? I'm pretty sure it's the same, but it might change every time. We'll find out later on. So, it is not just the three of us today. We actually have a guest. He's not just part of the scum cast. He is the scum lord, the soup. We have Connor Young here today. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Ready to go. Ready to talk some whiffs. Welcome, soup, to the show. So, Connor, would you like to tell everyone where you come from, how you got into Wiffleball, and what you aspire to do this coming year? Because I've been here and there's some beef between you and we think this coming year um so this is the part of the pod i like is my least favorite part the whole like introduction like let me tell you my boring you know whiff story of how i got into it but yeah uh connor from new jersey started playing since the womb pretty much uh, my first turn i was like 12 playing the trend tournament state wa i ran by mike palanzar back in the day and uh pretty much been stuck doing this shit since and can't get out so here i am uh as for the with ink side of thing, I mean, that's not really like, I mean, I wouldn't even say a goal or something that like is a main focus for me. I'm kind of just locked in trying to beat the jugs this year. Like that's kind of the reason this roster's put the way, built the way it was. So the jugs are the biggest fish in the palm right now. And that's what we need to be focused on, you know? That is a great mentality going towards the new year. And and believe me, bro, we'll play them, and I'm sure those games will be fun, and they'll be, you know, intense games. But at the end of the day, like, I, that's not about me or any rivalries or what people would think are beefs. It's not about me at the end of the day or any of that shit. I got to, you know, realize I got five guys on my team, and they all just want to win. That's kind of all that really matters at this point. Maybe, like, a few years back when I was younger and had more time, like, that shit would mean more to me, but... I mean, I'm 26 now, so I, I need to win soon. Hey, you're old. Really vegetarian answer. No no beef, I guess. I can't say we're going to go out there and be best friends, but, you know, I'm not, like, not going to show up there and, like, try and rip people's heads off. That's just not, not what it's about. No, of course. And hopefully, as everyone matures, we all eventually learn how to do that. Connor, you've changed. I've not changed. I promise you I might be worse. <laughs> Still the scum lord. Don't, don't you tell me that. <laughs> I am not a changed man. He's such a nice boy. Connor, name, call out five players that are not going to Mid-Atlantic opening day that totally should be. Oh, that's a lot, dude. Like, everyone's going. <laughs> that's not true. There's so many people. Bob's not even going. How's Bob not going? <laughs> Bob, dude, Bob, stop. Don't make me think about Bob. I, I just cut Bob like six months ago, all right? <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. What Bob, honestly, actually, no, but you know what? That's a, that's a good point, Gannon, because uh, Bob should be on the Canes. Like, why is he not on that roster and, like, committed to that tournament? That's that's really the only one that stands out now that I mention it. Um, I don't know, man. I don't, like, I, a lot of people are going to this tournament. I can't think of... It, I, I mean, I guess another obvious one would be, like, Cam Smith, but I think he's got, like, something going on that weekend, like a wedding or something. I can't remember what it is I heard, but, I mean, he's got something to attend to. Uh, you know, guys have lives, Gannon. They're not all like us who can just show up play whiffs every weekend you know no i'm talking about specifically that one weekend what about the northeast guys i mean i guess i'd like to see like teams like the suspects there um are they playing i'm probably wrong they probably are playing aren't they they are not no i guess i mean that i mean but they're also guys who like what it, you know i mean you get to a certain point you don't want to like they don't really have much to prove i guess to the point where they want to play in the summer as much so i can't really point the finger at them and say you should be here either I mean, some like the, like the Dark Knights stepped up and joined. I thought that was sick. Like they like, I, obviously, I'd like to see more yard guys, but that's like you know just such a tough transition. Like there's so many guys in yard that are I think good yard players, but just don't. Wow, I'm gonna get shit for this. But like a lot of guys probably don't have that skill set that will translate in fast pitch. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of intimidating to them. Or they just don't even want to play it. I think the pitching aspect's a lot harder than what people think it is. Yeah, well, that's the, that's what I was going to say next is you can get, like, there's a lot of yard guys that could step in the box and, like, 
if like maybe not have like a Mike Styles or like a Jordan throw them, but like if I threw to them full speed and I just was grooving risers, they'll tag me. Like they'll hit it. You know what I mean? I remember G off, like he hopped in the box against me one day and I was just grooving sliders to him because it was like before he played that first U whiff and he just wanted some reps. I was like, I got you. Just well, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking try and pound the board and he just raked me off the field. It's like, all right, I'm mixing now. I'm mixing. I'm not doing this. Fucking but yeah, I mean, I think pitching's the thing that's harder to translate because, like, if you don't have that arm, you don't have that arm. You know what I mean? Ninety, right? Because like anyone can throw a fit, what is it, fifty-five per yard, like whatever it is. Yeah, and like guys, like, there's some guys in yard where like that's what they top out at. You know what I mean? Like, like there's that's like the max. So, like, and that's not yeah. a distance because yard's such like a skilled like like a uh, uh, finesse game that like it's not easy by any means. Like, if you're good at yard, you're a good wiffle ball player. You know what I mean? It's just some guys don't have the capability to really throw fast pitch like that. And, like, you can throw 75, 80, or a little right. lower and be effective in fast pitch. But, like, if you're slower than that, you're going to have a tough time. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see a lot of guys throwing 65 yeah. that are, like, super, super effective or, like, can shut down any team. And it's, you got an extra six feet, too, you got to throw from. So, that even makes even more of a difference if you don't have if you don't have the velo. Yeah. I mean, I've seen. I've seen Norris throw. I've seen Norris throw like probably fifty percent in fast pitch and be like just unbelievably tough to hit. Like he's. I've seen. He might be the only guy I've seen throw like fifty-five in a game just because like either his arm was dead at that point in his career or like he was just saving bullets. Like Texas, the one year on Saturday uh, when it was the was it was that the last year in Texas? Yeah, the last year in Texas. He was he had to throw so many innings and he threw Sunday too. Um, and it was that crazy win. I think Ty kind of had a tough time. So, like, Norris ended up eating a bunch of Saturday innings, and we faced him that Saturday. And he was just throwing, like, 55-mile-per-hour risers and sinking risers and change-ups. And, like, it was just this – and slow drop curves. And we just couldn't hit him. Just couldn't hit him. Like, he – he'll he, not only, like, will Norris go down as the best football player, he's, he's probably the craftiest of all time. Easily. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you think they'll go hand-in-hand. Definitely a crafty pitcher as well as a crafty player as a whole. So, are you even able to fill out this full five, or can you only pick one? No, I I, I basically gave Mitten that as a hard question because everyone's gone. It's gonna be a sick tournament. Just another opportunity to plug Mitten. Like you're at, yeah, you're asking me to pick from like a small, you know what I mean? Not not a small pool, but like just like reach out random names. Like I can't just do that off the top of my head of who's not. Six oh three's not going too. I know it's kind of far from them, but like. And that's that's a good one. I, I would like like that. That's one actually I thought about a few weeks ago. I was like, I wish those guys would come down. I'd love to see like two Ian halves come play. You know what I mean? That'd be sick. And I mean, and Bridge Lopes and all of them. They're all fucking like Bridge. Bridge and Lopes are sick too. Like they're such underrated players. Like I feel like like everyone up north knows about them like real big. You know what I mean? But like like they know they're the next like guys that are next up up there. Like with all you like with you uh, Prentice and like uh, two Ian halves. Like they're you guys are gonna be the guys up there for a time to come. But um down here they all the respect that they like deserve yet you know what i mean i completely get you i actually think lopes and bridge are going to be better than me halves and tui it's it's gonna happen and i can't wait to see it i could definitely dude i i don't hate that dude 100 percent, bro like you like like it, it's just a matter of time and i i've been seeing them since they're like they're like 2021 aren't they not even Neither of neither of them are twenty one yet, I believe. Yeah, dude, that's. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're both nineteen, eighteen, and or twenty twenty, uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. One of the two. And they're. The, neither of them are twenty one yet. They both got fresh arms too. I mean, shit. Yep, they they're gonna be good for a long time. Ooh, bro, they got that Massachusetts. Golden stick with pedigree, you know. You play, you get, you get the shit kicked out of you by Matty Griff and DNAP and guys like that for fucking eight years. Might make you a better player. It definitely does. It's like me just losing to Norris for like the entirety of my career, never having a shot going against him, makes you a better player against guys who aren't Norris. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. So, speaking of yard, could you name three guys that you think are going to have a good year this in twenty twenty three? besides myself because i think i'm like the most slept on yard player in the nation um i'd say john 
I think John's gonna really explode this year. I'm obviously I, I, it's fucked up. I'm already picking two world guys. I'm not gonna actually name myself, but John, I think is gonna fucking explode this year and really lock in and be a little more consistent. Um, I've been saying it for a couple of years now, but I really think Johnny's like easily a shoe in for a top five hitter in yard right now, at least just with how explosive he is at the plate. If he plays more consistently, I completely agree. Like just playing with him and like talking to him before someone was at bats and like there's times where like not like telling him what to do, but like like I remember playing the screwballs right after uh you guys got knocked down. We were playing the winner of that game. We're playing them and uh Maddie B was just throwing good drops, like trying to hit spots, like locating a lot of drops. And I just told Johnny at one point because we were up one nothing and we just kinda had like a merry go round going of like get a guy to second, push him in. I was like, dude, don't even try and hit a home run. Just He's going to throw a drop, and it's going to be there. Just slam it right up the middle, and he hit, like, three in a row. Same thing. He's just fucking ridiculous. He's just he's such a high-level hitter when he, like, realizes it, you know? I completely agree. Now, now name someone that isn't on Earl. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to do next. Another guy, I think Tyler can, uh, pains me to say, I think Tyler can's due for a big bounce back here. The Dark Knights obviously stink. Obviously love those guys. Team stinks. But... You know, Tyler Cam was like on that verge of becoming kind of like a superstar in yard, you know, like some people were kind of seeing like like flashes of him becoming one of those like top five, top ten guys at the plate at least. And uh he hasn't been very good since. So I think Tyler Can's due for a big bounce back year. He's he's an, he's another freak athlete too, and just so strong. Like when he hits a ball it goes he hits a ball good, it goes through in your feet. It it doesn't matter where he hits it, it goes through. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I've seen him hit knuckleballs that just like move eight feet, three different, like eight different times in the other direction and still hit him 200 feet. So it just doesn't, he does, he's hit some of those home runs that just don't make sense. Another guy, we're, you said a bounce or a, a big, just a big year, right? Just a big year. I'll take, uh, I mean, this is no, this is a no brainer, but I'd say Johnny Chatch. Johnny Chatch will probably lead the league in average again and like 90% of the offensive statistical categories. Um, that, that sounds about right. I'm not even going to dispute that one. Yeah, Johnny Chech is fucking incredible, dude. That guy's the man. Not only is he, like, all those guys are absolute bad sacks, but Johnny Chech is a freak of nature of a football player. Like, the way he hits the ball, and, like, he... He's like a he's like an idol to me because the way he sprays the like sprays the ball all over the field, you know. Like I don't have anywhere near his type of swing, but like I mean, he hits for more power than I do too. But like the style of hitting to where he just he'll hit a pitch in any place to any part of the field. And I fucking love that for yard. I think those are the toughest guys to get out. That's why I hate hit, pitching to Johnny Chatch. I could miss my spot, throw a ball that's a foot out of the zone, but he's ready for that pitch and he just slaps it to right field for a double. It's like okay. I, I threw a, a missed pitch that no one's reaching, and this guy just barreled it up and smoked it almost to the wall. He's a freak, man. It's definitely the weirdest thing, and he he's able to reach so many different areas, and you don't expect him to even hit the ball. Yep, and in a game like Yard 2, where like you get guys on base a little more, and you have that guy on second, and a clean single means so much. Like Having a guy like Johnny Chech, like that can just spray the ball over the field and push that guy from second across five times out of ten, that changes like the dynamic of a whole lineup and whole inning and a game. You know, I mean, that that's why I'm so great. Best singles hitter in the league. I was going to say something. I don't got anything. Check the stats. <laughs> Check the stats. Best singles hitter in the country. I think like 90% of my hits this year were singles or like something crazy. It was some ridiculous number. They're all singles. That's all I do. Bad OPS guy. Just going to hit a ground hitter in the infield. There's some guys that get paid a lot of money just to hit singles. Yep. Hey, Tony Gwynn did it a long time. Yeah. Uh, that's go. a good name to drop with this group right now. Tony Gwynn's... They've been all over Tony Gwynn for about two and a half months. Uh, lifetime for me, baby. Greatest hitter of all time. I said it. Oh my god, thank you. Like, short bat, short bat, short swing, hit the ball, sides of the field. That's that's a hitter. That's a hitter. Tony, short bat. I mean, I swung a short bat, like, all through, like, when I played travel ball and shit when I was younger. But, like, I mean, look at, like, the average wiffle ball hitter. Like, the average wiffle ball bat is 35 or 36 inches. You do not need 36 inches to hit a wiffle ball. Like, no one's arm, unless you got, like, little T-Rex arms, like, you don't need a bat that long. Like, you need something that you can get through the zone and still reach everything with. Like, in yard, I used a 32-inch bat. It is that short. I was wondering if it was that short. My modified yellow is the same length as like an unmodified yellow. It's sick. That's that's impressive. Love seeing that. Love seeing unmodified yellows. Bring back or correction. Bring back the modified yellows. Love seeing modified yellows. 
Dude, I love, bro, I like it better than Moonshot or any fucking bat. Like, I, for Yard at least. I, I liked, like, the two-piece feel. Like, you get, like, a little bit of whip with, like, a yellow, uh, modified yellow. And, like, I don't, it's just so short that, like, and my arms are long as shit. So I can, like, an outside pitch, I can lean out and just flick it out there and push a ground ball through. So it's, like, I got the bat speed with it and the control with it. So give me 32 inches all day. I don't know. I think if you use a longer bat, you might get more extra base hit. I pulled this thing out. I pulled this thing out. He didn't want a yard nappy. So I was like, Bob, look, I made, I got my new bat. I just made it the other night. And he was like, put that fucking toy away. You're not using it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not surprised he said that one bit. Then, then I had a bomb like the next at bat. And I was like, I'm using that shit all weekend, Bob. Best singles hitter in the league. Then I rate guys all the field all weekend. Bat sick. Make a comeback of short wiffle ball bats. Bro, I've been putting people on, like, behind, like, secretly been putting people on to the short back for, like, three years. I wish I didn't just give my secret away. I mean, it's not like I'm a good hitter. People are like, let me do what Connor Young does in the box. <laughs> I mean, for yard, bro, for yard, I'm a good fucking hitter. So, I would do what I do if you want to hit more soon. That's what the kids are saying. A lot of them kids are like, oh, like, you know, they're like, oh, I'll be like a scum lord. I like it, Bob. Listen, you see all, yeah, they all want to be like Connor Young. You see, listen. I saw you at that. I saw you at Fan Fest or you wish you were signing them. Like the kids weren't talking to you, but their moms were. You're signing their titties. It's crazy. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely happening. Hell yeah. What was I gonna say? Fuck yeah. No, if you like look at like a lot of people, like just even in Mid Atlantic who have moonshots, like good amount of guys swinging that 34 inch uh, SCX or KSCX now. You know, I've been swinging that thing for like six, seven years. So. Not to say I put people on, but I put people on. Short bat's the way to go. Tony wins the man. Next topic. So let, let's keep it with yard then. Okay, I like it. I like it. I, dude, I'm, I'm, I love yard so fucking much right now. I'm all for it. Let's go. Since we're talking about bats and everything, is there any scuffs? Like, is there anything that you want to talk about scuffing wise that you might want to let someone know about? <sighs> See, there is, but there's also like, you know that I feel like the secrets the secrets i know it's not no, no no so my thing like i have like i mean i'm sure you guys know i have like my own scuff that like a lot of people have you know made their own versions of i, I made painting popular is all i'm gonna say for now but on that topic the whole scuffing thing is kind of something i want to do my own pot on because like i feel like like this oh man this sounds so fucking egotistical but like i'm like you know i'm kind of a pioneer in the scuff game like if i didn't do what i did a lot of guys wouldn't be scuffing like how they are so it's kind of something i think i'm gonna do like a nice like hour pot on with maybe stant or someone um but i kind of want to give that but there's like there's depth there's so many how like i got to that ball and that design and that way of scuffing it's just there's a lot that goes into it i wouldn't want to wouldn't want to put it over this you know i'd rather just give it its own thing if that's if that's okay it's not okay spill it all right well i will say you guys just did you, like you guys just have no idea the origin of that scuff and you guys fucked it all up uh, we have we, like when he had you and steffi on then he had like ham and john on no one knows no one knows where the scuff came it's my scuff but i didn't fucking create painting it's just it's just embarrassing that no one knows you know and here i am having to drop all this wiffle history on everything but i'll do it on my own pot Give us the history, then. Give us like. Nope. Not doing it here, dude. I'm making a scum. Have I'm doing a scuff pot eventually. Right? You're being a scum lord about this. I told, told, I told Stein like five different times. I would go on there and like since he's been doing a scuffing series, I would have loved to go on there and I'll just explain my scuff. But he's he's got like something against me to where he doesn't even want to like you know have me on there and actually get the right story out and the right like details of the scuff and all that stuff which i would love to fucking talk about but he doesn't want to do it so i get it i mean guy doesn't want to host a legitimate podcast and he's scared to have me on there so it is what it is fair enough uh i was actually talking about like just let like giving anyone like intake on scuffing for yard uh so i'm just a dickhead who just like snapped and thought you were trying to steal my scuff that's sick <laughs> no not at all i could care less about your scuff i have my own <laughs> Yeah, your scuff sucks. I have your scuff for yard. I don't even play yard. Bro, literally, literally your scuff actually sucks. I can bat it all around the field. Eh, haven't batted it around, all, all around the field off me. I'm only thrown to you like <laughs> Oh. Are you sure? I think I threw it. Bro, I think we've, I think I've pitched you like one time. It was the time when Dougie, remember when Dougie lit me up? Oh, Dougie lit you up. Yeah, I forgot about that. 
I was just the guy who was getting on base. <laughs> Bro, that was the game. Then I just threw a screwball at your pitch. I was like, oh, wait, this is a screwball field. The screwball is moving 97 feet and fast. Stop throwing risers over the... Yep. And you, dude, I, yeah, that was like, that was one of those games where like, I, it was too late. Like, I, that should happen. And then I started throwing the screwball. I was like, fuck, man. I should have just trusted that shit right out the gate. And you got to do that. Those fields were nightmares that day. Remember the, the satellite field? Those fields were fucking terrible. No, 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 it wasn't the fields. The fields, it was just the wind. Like, the wind at those fields was awful. Oh, obviously. I'm sorry. Not, not what I meant. The environment was not friendly. Very tough all. conditions. Um, And me, like, I like, like, the challenge of, like, a windy game. Because I always feel like I have a chance to fare better than whoever I'm going against. But, like... That type of win was just killing my, like, it was just laying my riser up there. And that's, that's my pitch. I mean, like, I, I live off of variations of my riser and slider change up. So, like, when I, when I couldn't throw that effectively and that was just getting blasted, I knew I was fucked. And I knew it had to be a screwball field or a screwball game. And I just went to it too late. Guys fucked me. Fucking Doug. Everyone gave me shit for that Dougie bomb. I gave Dougie the ball after the game. I was like, here you go, Dougie. <laughs> you <got it. laughs> Dude, his face lit up. He's like, thanks, bro. I probably made his day. Dougie's still a child, and I love him <laughs> so much. I hope I hope I can teach him. I don't care what anyone says about Dougie. I fucking love Dougie. <laughs> Great fucking kid. Yeah, Doug, I think Dougie's an adult now, right? He's 18. He's over 18, yes. Yeah, man, you know, we, we, we try and guide Dougie along the way. He'll be all right. It, he, may, he makes it one way or another. He'll, he'll find his own way as well. Yeah. Exactly. He is what he is, you know? He is what he is. I get it. <laughs> Me personally, I get it. Isn't he a lobster fisherman? <laughs> I think he is, yeah. That's such like- Was. He got a new yeah. job. He, he like wakes up, gets on a boat in the dark every morning. Of course Dougie does that. How long does it take you to get used to pitching in the wind, like making your adjustments? Um. Well, how do you- how do you figure that out for yourself? I had to use my warm-ups to figure it out. Like, I can't just go out there and, like, even between innings and shit, like, I got to play with certain things between innings. That's why I throw so many pitches between innings at times. You throw too many pitches. I'm sorry. I think, honestly, I've realized it more and more as, like, the past few years have gone by. I think I'm one of those guys who just doesn't take warm-ups seriously enough. Like, I'll, like you know what I mean? I'm paying attention to the win. I'm seeing what works. But, like, I'm not really, like, zoning in, like, getting too dialed in on what i want to throw or like how where i want to throw it it's more like me just getting loose when i'm out there warming up i'm kind of i kind of just like i feel now that i say it i feel like a fucking idiot but i kind of just go out there and just adjust as time goes on <laughs> everyone has their own everyone has their own methods and stuff i just know when i'm out there like if i know it's really freaking windy yeah like yard especially i'll walk out there and it could be the windiest day ever and i'm like all right let's go i'll figure it out by third inning and then i'll be good by like the third game i'll be an ace <laughs> Like, we went into goal playoffs this year, and they were trying, like, we were talking about who's going to throw the first game. I was like, look, guys, every time I throw a game this year, I, I get shit down my throat the first inning because I can't hit spots. And then I get going. How would I just throw right away? And then by the end of the day, I'll be dialed in. Didn't go over on all day. I like how, like, for yard, I have to throw, like, I have, like, if it's windy, especially, like, I have to throw my way into it. It's like shooting yourself out of a slump in basketball. You know what I mean? Like, basketball, that's what I do. If, I, if I'm fucking one for 10 the last, or one for 30, two for 30 the last two games, I'm shooting 30 more shots the next game. Easily. Until, until they start falling. Somebody, somebody's got to do it. Speaking of golf, who won? Uh, it's a sore subject, Prentice. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't pay attention. I didn't play. I didn't go. You losing the finals again? We, yep, yep, yep. It wasn't my fault. Oh. wasn't my fault this time. Um, we got to the <laughs> We got to the finals and we played uh, Richie B and Maddie B's team. Um, they had, I forget, I can't remember what, another screwball was on that team. I can't remember who else, which one. It might have been Coop. I can't remember if it was Coop um, or uh, Jerry Chech. I can't remember which one. I, actually, you know what? I think Jerry Chech was with Johnny Chech. I don't, I can't remember. Well, either way, it was like a screwballs. It was one of the screwballs teams. Like, I think there was screwballs or one of them. Um, we got up. I hit a solo in like the third inning. Uh, and then I threw like four shutout, five shot. I think it was nine inning game. I could throw like one more inning than half it. So I threw five shutout innings. Uh, and then we scored someone else. I think Tyler hit a home run. I think, uh, what, uh, who else hit a home run? Wow, I'm drawing a blank. Someone else on our team hit a home run. We were up like four to one at one point, and I hit a I hit a huge fucking three run double that made it like five to one or something. 
and Foodman comes in. Oh, Jim Cortuccio hit a home run too. Then Jim Cortuccio came in and threw an inning because we had to split it somewhere and get an inning out of someone. He gave up, I think, one or no runs. And then Food comes in, gives up a run or two. The next thing is another run. And then he just walks the house and blows it for us in the last inning. And we lost. So pretty much uh, Food robbed me of my flowers and goal MVP by blowing a five-run lead. Sorry, that was a real spun-out way of explaining it. Just kind of trailed all over the place. But yeah, pretty much uh, that's the gist of it. Food blew it for me, and I was going to be goal MVP and a goal champ, but I'm neither now. Well, Food, come and dispute this on our podcast next time, hopefully. I would love to see this. See, there's no debate. There's no debate. There, I play enough Xbox with Food that I'm yelling at him about it at least once every time we play PGA 2K23. So, like, he there, he doesn't debate it. He knows he's a bad player. He's a choker. He sucks. He sucks. He always believable. All right. Food is a choker. Next shirt being made. Got it. And don't get me wrong. I'll be some food, Merch, man. merch on site. Think about it. What do most people choke on? We're going to just have a full site of merch with like random sayings that happens throughout this whole show now it, it's gonna happen it's gonna it's a matter of time i can tell you right now we're gonna make your money it's on Foodman and gerard merch anything g the people love g they just don't know it yet people always love g it's hard not to love g yeah i think a lot of them know it he's a guy definitely a guy while we're on the yard topic what's what's your team for this year colin are you guys- I'm gonna cut this out, but it, it's not changing too much. We're actually adding Grady, and we're going to have a five-man team. So Test is still in too. Test is still in. Yes, he's coming off of an ACL. I want him to still play. I love him as as friend as well as I still think he can play well enough. Yep. No, I agree, dude. Test is immense. He's and dude, he's been just a like really like real good player, consistent player for years and years. He he's pitched like I I think I've only faced him once or twice like on the mound, but he's pitched us tough both times I played him. He's a good pitcher, yeah, he, no matter low. what. He sits right at that line between 55, 60 almost the whole time. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful. Yeah, no, he, um, he knows how to like stay right at that speed. And like not because some guys like some guys are scared to like stay at that speed because they think they might tick over some pitches. But like, um, yep. And that's where you get hurt a lot of times. But I know I can think of so many times where I baby to riser because like I don't want to throw it too hard and it just hangs up. Uh, my fifth is actually one of my buddies that's been wanting to play for a while. He's been on the team for the past couple of years. Oh, is that uh, that came down to Long Island with you guys a couple of times? No, he hasn't come down to Long Island. Uh, sorry, he came down to Long Island. He didn't play at uh, Staten Island. That's what it was. I was gonna say, I thought I thought you guys had another. Yeah, because we played you guys first game of the day that one day. Remember, and you guys beat us. I think. Yeah, bigger guy, tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking sweetheart, love the man. Oh yeah, and if we fucking hang out. It's going to be a good time. Like, I can promise you that kind of thing. And uh, so Dougie... And no one will fuck with you. <laughs> That's the best part. And Dougie's on the team, obviously. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, no. Dougie's staying in my back pocket for Dude, a long Dougie? time. <laughs> yes. Dude, Dougie was a... I remember I had to, like, scold... He was a fucking like, menace like, for so long. And I was like, Dude, you need to shut the fuck up. And you need to listen to me. Are you talking about the open? Both, bro. I had oh, you, I had I a fucking meltdown at the open, and I was like, he needed that. And then he came over to us, and I was like, I gave him like this. I was like, Dougie, what are you freaking out about? It's fucking wiffle ball. No one's scoring. Just fucking relax. You might not get a hit next time, but just keep trying to get a hit. I don't understand what the fucking problem is here. You're losing your shit, and you're just becoming an even worse player right now. And then he just went back there and he kind of calmed down a little bit. But he was going, you, like, it's funny. Cause, oh, he was fucking going. Dude, you, like, you, I know you know it too. Like, being like that younger kid, you like want to fucking win so bad. You just don't really get it. But like, you're so invested and you just go through those motions during a game. And it's like, it's exhausting, me, bro. It's so exhausting. I still do it. <laughs> I did it that like, whole <laughs> game against the screwballs. I was like, come on. I can hit this. I know I can hit this. He's just throwing a knuckleball that's floating <laughs> the, the whole Johnny fucking way. It's not. I was like, come on, just let me hit one of them out. 
That was the worst field to even get it onto. Bro, John. As soon as we were on that field, I was like, the, I, I'm losing to the screwballs in a long game. Yeah, I, it's it's night and day with me when I face Johnny. I'm either seeing him like good and I'm hitting some singles, maybe I run into one, or I'm like swinging six, like second, like ha like when the ball's halfway to the plate on that. No, because he throws the slowest knuckleball, but it's so effective. It's because it takes the wind. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it just I think it just gives me too much time to think. <laughs> <laughs> Big reaction guy over here. Once I, once the brain becomes involved too much on a, on a pitch, I'm done. I'm cooked. I'm cooked. I get that. If I, was, if I was facing me, I would just throw me a super curve every time. A super curve and the slowest knock ever. I've thought about it. <laughs> I've thrown you a couple super curves I where I'm like, I can tell you that he's much. not going to hit this. <laughs> it's about halfway up, and I'm like, oh shit, he's not going to hit this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you, you know, stop, stop exposing my yard game. None of this is going to get in there, so don't worry. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm a very good editor. I'm, dude, I'm totally kidding. Don't you take anything out that I said you should. I don't give a shit. Fucking, if anything, if anything, I would love if everyone started throwing me super curves. We've got to learn how to hit them. It's just got to drop down in this. I mean, who who really hits a, a super curve at top pipe? You know what I mean? That's you got to at the end of the day. That's going to be the pitcher's pitch 90% of the time. Me and Jeff. Yeah. Oh, but OK. But like literally me and Jeff. Yeah, that's it. Don't, yeah. But, or, OK. No, the guy I was going to say is T-Wag. Like if I throw ties. Fair curve, enough. I, I didn't even I think throw, about that. I Holy shit. I handle. OK. Handel doesn't count because Handel's throwing throwing one top pipe to hell's like belt. You know what I mean? Like it's it's right where he wants it. <laughs> yeah. That, the, the only, you can't do that. You got to throw it at the angles. Yes. The only. Yeah. But like he re, like that's the thing, too. Like I always think I have to. No, you got to hit bottom pipe once. And then you gotta miss bottom every time. Yes, yeah, like you have he for me with Handel, like he has to swing at something I want him to swing at almost. He has to swing at a ball that I know he can't reach that he thinks is gonna be a strike. Like if I throw that, he knows how to hit that low and away like Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Like that low. So start throwing him hard inside pitches that hit inside pipe. Yeah, and he'll just step out a little more and then hit it over the fucking house in center field. It's and then you adjust to his batting stance. Handel Handel is honestly like I mean, all those guys on me are incredible. But I think Handel's the most underrated, easily. Like he's he's such an incredible hitter, and really, like he's gotten credit. You know what I mean? But like he, like having a guy like that as your third guy, you know, what I mean, that's the best guy on most ninety percent of teams. All right, I hate to say this, we've been rambling for a hot minute. We need to fix this. You two are, you two are on a hell of a roll right there, though. Yeah, I just sitting there like I ain't saying nothing. I, I don't know that shit neither. It's so easy to do it with Connor. I'm either the best or the worst person to have a whiff talk with because I'm just going to keep rambling on and it's going to extend onto another thing and another thing and another thing or I'm going to fucking like <laughs> just not have anything for you and be too shocked. But it just keeps going on. And I was like, the screwballs, is that the same guys that went to the Staten Island tournament last year from all? Um, I can't remember if they were at Staten Island fast pitch. I don't. Yeah, they played against Great Lakes Legion. They had like Kyle Kamitskis and uh, I think Weatherman. They had Kyle on that team. Who was it? Johnny, Johnny, and Jerry Chech playing with them. Yeah, was I don't think it was all the Screwballs. I think it was just it was a couple. I don't remember the whole team, but I know they had some really high-scoring game versus Great Lakes Legion. That's sick. Yeah, no, they played you with. So getting back on top on topic, are there any teams in Yard that didn't have the best year last year? but are going to do better this coming year. I'd say screwballs. I think that's a no-brainer. Um, I don't think they had a bad year by any means. I just think they expect to, like, either, like, I, I think they win an event this year, or and they just contend more of them. You know what I mean? Like, they're in the finals a couple times at least this year, semis more regularly. Because, um, dude, they're one of the few teams that, like, they can actually beat the enemy. You know what I mean? Like, they end up in those games and they give them a fucking fight. So, I mean, I think they'll probably uh, be up in the mix, like, even more this year. I want to say the Dark Knights, but they stink. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, wherever Doc is, I think I think wherever Doc is this year, they may, they're uh, tougher. I think they're still DK, but I think they'll be better this year. Doc's a fucking competitor, man. I know he doesn't like not making runs at tournaments, you know? That dude's an absolute fucking dog. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else, though, really. I mean, I don't know. I'd like to get to the finals this year, so I guess us. I'd, I'd like to do better than we did. Losing the semi sucks. Uh, I think Habs in them. 
Uh, I mean, they had a good regular season, obviously, but I think they would have liked to end it up at at least the semis or finals. You know, I think that's like normal territory for a Habs and Pucci and Whiffman type squad. I mean, it's a sick team. You got two two aces and then Whiffman, who's just a, a legend at the plate. What well, one of the best batters ever. I hate saying it. I, he's a really good batter. Whiffman's a complete hitter, bro. Complete hitter. I'll, I'll take that to the grave. Whiffman's, Whiffman's a top five hitter of all time, in my opinion. If you look at the whole body of work from when he started to like now, I mean, I don't know who else, bro. You know, there's there's some good teams and a lot of teams stink. I don't want to tell you. If I'm being, being honest, I think there's maybe six teams that can uh, win natties for yard. Right, if you wanted to do those, you said six, but if you had to do power rankings going into the season, who would you put as your top five? For yard or mall? Y'all or yard? Y'all, y'all, y'all been talking about yard. Go with yard. Yard. I mean, enemy obviously number one. Um, I think you'd have to put Whiffing too. Uh, with Stant, I think. I mean, Stant's, Stamp's arms healthy, so I think having him as another ace on that team that makes them just that much scarier. That's a very scary arm to face in yard. Uh, I'd say uh, who else? Who did enemy beat in the semis? Anyone remember? Were the other semifinalists? I, I'd say halves. I mean, halves and Pooch. I think it was 603. I got to put them in the top five. That's right, 603. Um, yeah, I mean, they could definitely win. Lopes is fucking disgusting. That, his knuck's gross in yard. Yes, it is. That was, that was Lopes, Bridge, and Coster that year. You have us, uh, obviously, then like State of Mind. Na- name a top five, though. I'm trying to think. Who am I missing? Any team Maddie and DNAP come with, I think, always has a shot. Sorry, that's a no-brainer that I should have put in there right away. They just always have, like, kind of a different squad, so that always throws me off. You know what I mean? It's hard to, like, think, like, I can't put, like, a team name to that team always. You know what I mean? Like, last year, they were Cucumbos. They were uh, that tropical whatever team a couple years before with Tui, and they made a run of the finals. But, I mean, they're all... Anytime those guys show up, they're obviously another contender. That was a scary team last year. So that's probably, it's more like seven or eight. I think you could even make the argument for 10 because like those teams that are probably eight, nine, 10 could beat those teams that are like five, six, seven, you know? But I think at the end of the day, like someone's going to have to beat enemy in the finals. So like when you look at it like that, who do I think has an actual realistic shot at beating the enemy in the finals? <laughs> I don't know. Like what think was pretty good and they weren't really that close. Always a tough contender. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, I, like don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, like, it can't be done. Like, I think we could beat the enemy. Do I think we will? I mean, I wouldn't put money on it. No, because I'm not that stupid. But, like, I mean, I think there's maybe five, four, five teams that, like, it's even a stretch saying that, that could beat the enemy in the finals. Yeah, but what if that? What if one of those teams beat the enemy in the semifinals and then someone just has to beat that team? I was out of the bracket. That's, I mean, yeah, so I was thinking, I mean, that, like, so let's... I think beat like uh, and finals, and then we somehow get a good draw and beat like uh, I mean in semifinals, and then we beat like I don't know. Say we play whoever. Say we say I mean I mean good draw. Say we or us or six or three play each other, and one of us gets in. It's still like there that still might be a mismatch. Like if you beat enemy, like you're probably the second best team there. <laughs> this is so many hypotheticals at this point. That that's way too many. Well, no, I actually have a better question. When's the last time? the enemy lost at any point not counting Pagano in a hurricane because I know there was one year seventh floor crew one but they didn't even go that's what yeah I can't really think of many times but that's what I'm saying like they're Is it like 2005 or something like how long has it been the year that I mean they I know Norris sorry Kevin from the enemy um like broke his I don't know if he broke his arm I think he might have he might have broke his arm or his wrist or something one year and then Ty was with Whiffing for that year and they didn't play that year um and then I know the uh, Minutemen, which was Packer, Steffi, and uh, Kyle Kaminska, so they beat the enemy one time in the national championship game. So there's like, when I'm going back to like all the natties I've been to, like there's three, maybe four that the enemy didn't win. And two of them, two of them they weren't at. So you're telling me the last time they got knocked out was 2015, I think? The Minutemen? I want to say it was 2015. The rain game, the rain tournament. Okay, so the rain, the only way to ever beat them is in the rain. Yeah, I, yeah, I will be doing my rain dance if we play them in the finals. But, like, the sad part about that is it's always a beautiful fucking, like, it's always 99% of the time, it's always, like, beautiful, like, 5 o'clock, like, uh, sunny with, like, a little bit of clouds or cleared sky for that finals game. So, it's like, you ever, you ever notice that? It's, like, seen, it's beautiful. Like, with the, for some reason, it's always, like, great weather for that last game. And that Little League spot just looks sick with that, like, time of day. Yeah, and people actually stay to watch. 
Yeah, and you got the you got the creatures in the outfield. Yeah, it's a beautiful. It's always such a good view and always such a good video. Doesn't matter. I I was sitting next to Maddie and Dougie the whole time. It was it was heavy stuff. It was there was a lot going on back there. There's always a lot going on back there. It's the peanut gallery. You get all types of people. I think it's insane that a team like Enemy can have that such of a like stronghold to win in the yard all these years. But I don't understand it either because I don't play it. Like until I see it, I don't know. Like basketball, or like in the NFL, like how Brady would do it, or like even like how the Chiefs were this year. Like experience matters, man. But I think even more so, like in wiffle ball, like it's it almost feels like it's on an elevated level. Like it's always those experienced teams. You know what I mean? Like you don't see team like you see teams have like a breakout tournament, make a crazy run that are like maybe younger, like don't have the experience, but they don't win. You know what I mean? It's always veteran teams that win in wiffle ball, which is just like crazy. Yeah, I mean you have to win a lot of close games in a row little tick like trips like tricks and tips and like little like sequences in a game that like right. make the difference and like that's like having been there 10 times before or more like you get to see that all play out and you have this all this data in your mind and you know all this shit and all this different shit you could try or what to avoid or when to you know go after someone all that shit and i mean then they're the calmest people moments too like you don't see them ever get flustered or rattled like they're just they know they could do it at any time there's a confidence to like teams like those guys that like no one else can replicate. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't replicate that. Like you can't get the reps they've had yeah. in those games that many times and come through that many times. Like you can't, you can't simulate that. So to switch topics a little bit, can you name your top five in MAW for this year? Top five teams for the full year, not just a single tournament, the full year. Of course. Hey, it's it's a fucking marathon. Believe me. I'm playing for September, not for fucking June, July. Yeah, I'd say standings will shake out. I'm gonna say I mean I got you gotta put jugs one. I'd be disrespecting them if I said we're gonna finish higher than them. I mean I think we can and I hope we will and I think we will. But um the jugs are the jugs, man. They're back to back champs and they value winning every fucking tournament. And until someone starts beating Ryan on the mound, they're you know, they're gonna be a team to beat in the favorite. So I'd say them. I think you guys end up three. You guys are just fucking like you guys were already sick last year, but now with like you on the team full time, you guys are just deep as fuck. Like there's so many options and like electric arms on that Stompers team. Like like not even like just in the top three of you guys, like between like Bryce, you, Colin, and then uh Gina. Like that's just a fucking nightmare. Like you can mix and match and play matchups even more now than that team could last year. And like Gannon as your four, like a crafty pit like left hander. I mean it's a deep it's a deep staff. So I think you guys could definitely will be the favorite for the three and could who knows you guys could end up beating us at or the jugs i mean that's how like deep the team is and then i want to say who would be four it's such like a toss-up after that i feel like you know what i mean let me look at these rosters man give me give me two seconds here i can't even it's a shit so you know you gotta like factor in who's gonna play a ton you know what i mean i'd say probably whiffing um, even though I think they might play less. I don't know what, I'm, I mean, I, obviously I want those guys coming every turn. I want to play them as much as we can, but I, I'm thinking they might not be at every event. And like, you could like, unless they win a couple tourneys at least, and then like make deep runs at everyone, it's gonna be tough to beat out a team that's been, like if you guys have a good year at every tournament, you know, it's gonna be hard to beat out a team that plays six as opposed to playing four. So I'm not sure what like Norris and Ty's commitment is to playing or how much Ham's planning on coming up and playing. So, I mean, they're kind of, they could be a team who ends up the two if they show up to every event, the one or two, or they could end up, they could end up fighting for that one or two seed, or they can end up like the five or six, or even worse, and having to play through that wild card. So, like, it really depends on how much they show up, I think. But I'll say them, because I feel like it would be foolish to not even leave them in that top four. And then, I mean, shit, I would say maybe either the Yaks, or I think the Yaks are going to be sick this year. I'm saying that now. I think either the Yaks or, um, Shit, I was gonna say the yaks are the meats if the meats end up being like a full-time team i'd say that's like five six right there but i really i really like the yaks this year yaks are another team i think could if that uh that kid sean ends up being what i what i'm thinking he probably is gonna be then they're gonna be really fucking scary man um i'm pretty sure i'm not positive i'm pretty sure that skips little brother and last i heard skips little brother was throwing like 90 with like a baseball and like skip would catch him in the backyard and shit. he's only like 19 or 20 i'm pretty sure so that skips little brother um he's probably gonna come out throwing smoke and he probably already has like three or four pitches and we're probably all fucked. so 
They're gonna be pretty fucking good. Good to put Pin in, because that sounds yep. scary as hell with him throwing 90 with a baseball. And that group's like, that group's been together for a little bit now. They have a good feel for themselves, and now they're just there for each other and like a lot of chemistry. They competed real well last year. They were in every fucking game. Um, and now you add in potentially another like flamethrower, young one too, who has bullets for days. I mean, they're gonna be fucking, they're gonna be scary, man. Wouldn't want to play, play the Axe elimination game or. Yeah, and they're gonna play in every tournament too. Yeah, Yaks, Yaks won't miss yep. the tournament. And that kid, if that, like, if he, if he are, if he has electric stuff right out the gate, I mean, none of us has faced him. That's the other scary part about it, too. You know, you, anytime you face a guy with that lively of an arm and you haven't faced him before, it's already hard enough to hit a guy throwing 90 plus. But if he's, like, got actual stuff and you've never seen how exactly how his ball moves or picked it up out of his hand for games and games and games, like you get to against so many guys that you've seen over the years, it's an adjustment, you know? Wouldn't be surprised if he, sh if he puts up donuts first uh, first tournament around by every team. Just shuts everyone up. Wouldn't be surprised. It it definitely happens. I remember it happening my year. Uh, my yeah. first UWIF year. Or, correction, the first UWIF year. Because no one had seen me for a fast pitch. Away from that, I do think like like you just having like that not secret like being like but you just like no one really had seen you throw fast that much and you just came out throwing BBs and with like a real tough arm slot to pick up and like real interesting movement that was kind of like tight like, it moves a lot but it was that good tight movement where you can spot it and kind of put guys in awkward positions to swing so like yeah you kind of broke out no one had any read on you it was fucking sick I remember watching you throw the enemy I mean not enemy uh, C4 and you were just dicing them up and it happens every year it, uh, in 2021, it was Lucas Francis. Francis. It, it was Coop a couple few years back. It's it's always someone, man. That's that's like that's that I was I forget wh who I was talking with that about. It might have been me and Brad on Scumcast one. There's always like that one sick story of that younger kid who's like unproven, just throws gas. No one's seen him, and he just dots people up. It never stops. It's always a continuous rotation. There's always a new kid that will fill that void. Yeah, that's always one of my favorite parts about the Natty tournament. Like that storyline's always, always there, and it's always, it's always interesting to follow and see how they progress. Uh, I, who was the kid from uh, 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 Goon Squad that everyone was raving about? That was Dylan Walsh. I will. I will gladly say that name, Dylan Walsh. He is a great kid. He plays ball and he can throw hard. Yeah, that's what I heard. I didn't get to see him, man. I'm pissed, but I heard he was fucking electric and he hit and he played some sick plays too. So, I mean, I'd say he it hits, kid field, kill, kid pitches. He does everything. There's, there's no game that he's missing right now. And... If he plays more, it's just going to get that much better. Yeah, I think I think that I like I don't I, I uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you guys heard anyone else, but I think that's the name I heard getting tossed around in that type of like Coop way or like uh, Colin Prentice way in the year you guys like or Lucas Francis, you know, all those names like the way you guys kind of blew up in those uh, events. So he was kind of the one that stuck out to me that I heard a lot about people like raving about him. Am I missing something? Is there anyone else? Someone? No, no. I figured, I figured, I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, I can't wait to actually see that kid play because I didn't get to see him really, but. No, I don't have, I don't have a name. I don't. And he's sadly not coming to MAW. I would love him to do, I would love him to because he he's a good guy and pitches really hard and can learn so much. Is he uh he's a mask guy, right? He's actually from the town over from where I live. Good. It's it's good to live close to your teammates. And when they wake up, like, ha or they don't wake up to their alarm, you go bang on their window and get them up because it's time to go to the fields. Oh yeah, I got I got this down on lock now. I got too many guys around me. Actually, we were just talking about the yaks. Uh, that Skip had Skip did that one time when I was he was picking me up for yard back in the day, and we were the hooligans, and like we had like this massive party at my house the night before. I was like sixteen or seventeen, and like. I was just asleep in my bed and like I woke up to this dude standing over me with my jersey like yo we gotta gotta go and it was like eight in the morning we had to run out there and get in the car and go to Philly that's the only time I ever slept through an event well not slept through but slept through my alarm to an event literally got woken up by Skip in full uniform bro just standing over me in my house it was fucking hilarious
not surprised one bit. Skip is that diehard. He will pull you out if he has to. Came up and knocked because I was an answer. My sister let him in, and then he came in and, like we got a car. He's like, yeah. So like, you have a party last night? <laughs> like there were just bodies like laid out in your uh your whole house. <laughs> just people hammered, laying on couches or on the floor. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, stuff definitely happened last night. Stuff did happen. So I'm gonna ask you to be a scum lord for a hot minute. I want you to name five players that you think are going to have a bad year. Well, I'm gonna start off with myself. I haven't thrown a ball yet, really. <laughs> Literally went out to the strike zone the other day, threw five lobs, and then tried throwing a little hard. I was like, that's it for today. We'll try another week. <laughs> I'll try in another week. Uh, yeah, I got four more of them. Uh, or like five more of them. I got time. I think Didio's gonna play like shit this year if he even shows up. I mean, Didio stinks. Everyone knows it. It's no secret. Uh, I think Gannon's gonna suck this year, honestly. Um, he might be great on, he might be good on the mound. I think he'll be his normal self. On the <laughs> yes, you dipshit. Come on. Gannon probably agrees with it too. <laughs> I've been, I've been practicing. I had a, what have you been practicing with a tennis racket? I've been practicing. I had a double off Jordan Bonet a couple weeks ago. So no, with a, with a fucking Easton bat. Wow. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Honestly, we might, yo, we might all need a fucking Easton bat to hit Jordan Bonet. He threw it 112 miles an hour, and uh, I swung before he let go. Big facts. He throws hard. Yeah, he throws really fast. Literally. I need, I need like, an Easton bat that's, like, thinned out the plastic just so I can get... Sand the bat out. But he also, as as great as, as he is at pitching, he sucks at hitting. He can't hit a changeup. Just throw him all changeups. You'll get him out. You gave away the secret. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but by the time he gets to Mid-Atlantic, he'll have it figured out. But right now, he can't, and it's really funny. Yeah, I mean, the only way to get good at hitting changeups really is hitting changeups. That's that's what sucks about it. Or I mean, some like me, like I don't know if like like how long. Like I like for me, it was like hitting a curveball or changeup was like almost like better because like kids had shitty changeups and curveballs. So off speeds, like I didn't hate. I don't hate it, but and wiffle ball is a little tougher to adjust to because you can throw the same pitch. Like you can throw your riser and it looks like your riser, but then it just dies and it just fuck turns like just disappears in thin air you know and you're swinging through that shit so it's a lot harder to hit a change up move I'd say but he'll be all right I think that kid's just a fucking freak athlete he's gonna hit I just never want to upset him he's scary can't be scared stepping people's toes out here who else is gonna suck this year um Colin Pollag sorry that's a no-brainer for me Colin Pollag is just the most overrated with football player ever but I mean he's not no one really thinks he's that good but like anyone that does that's more than enough for me to say that he, uh, he's just all hype. He's just he, he won't pitch, and when he does, he can't throw strike. And when he does throw strikes, he gets raked off the field. So really bad player. Uh, I'm gonna say Dylan Harshall too. I mean, Dylan had one of the greatest opening days I've ever seen just a few years ago. Hasn't hit a ball since. Really hasn't. It's you might as well just throw a cardboard cutout up there when he's up. I'm trying to look at other names here. Oh man, Shirey's still on the yaks. Definitely Shirey. I mean, he's gonna play really bad anytime he plays. He he should probably stay off the field um, and let. The guys with actual talent play. Who else? I'm really rattling them off now. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> Actually, Red, Red Red's due for a bad year, dude. Like, like Red's been Red's been like so close to just falling apart. I feel like the last like I mean, US last year he almost ruined it all, and of course he ends up hitting the walk off. But like he was spiraling for a minute there on Saturday. Um, so I mean, Red's due for a good blow up and to really fuck them over. Um. Who else? It's crazy, man. I just look at a list of players. I'm like, wow, I can see this guy fucking up. This guy, this guy, this guy. Who else? Uh, probably Kayvon. Probably Kayvon. Kayvon will find a way to fuck them out of winning a tournament, obviously. And I think that's about it for now. I don't even need to edit that. That was... Yeah, don't. I gave you like seven guys. Once, once I got going, I started going. That was mint. That was absolutely mint. I... Who else? Uh, <laughs> Should we just let Connor take this podcast over for like 20 minutes? No, I think I'm just on the show for good now. <laughs> I don't think you guys survive without me after this. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. I don't know. I I think it keeps posting no matter what. I'll, I'll just come on for a five minute segment every time and yell and ramble about some shit. 
Yeah, we'll just use bits of Connor in every other show. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. A little scum segment every time. In. Uh, this podcast has gotten horribly derailed. It's really gone off the rails. It was never really on the rails to begin with, though. Yeah, we, we were definitely never on the rails. Oh, we were, we were like right to the side getting like one wheel on about two thirds of the way through. That was really it. Yeah, we had one wheel on the wrong rail. Yeah, honestly, this is going way better than I thought it was gonna considering like the first five minutes. There was no direction here. I carried this podcast. I carried it. Let's be honest. We haven't written anything down. No, I know. Nothing needs to be written down. It's all in pod. But who do you guys have for opening day? Who do you have winning? Can't pick yourselves. Gannon. I guess the jugs then. That's kind of a boring answer, but how do you not pick them? Bad question. All right, never mind. Stupid question. Bad question. Besides the job, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess it, it doesn't doesn't make sense. Um, and well, that's the other thing too. This like with this, it's a loaded question, my guy. Come on, stop it. You're just gonna keep saying besides them until we say your team. I don't know, man. It's that this turn. This is like a loaded freaking tournament, man. Draw the bracket lock. Bracket luck's going to be big here, too, because, like, it's almost like how Natty's is. You know, you're going to get, like, if you go to, I mean, pool play alone is going to be a bloodbath, but if you get into the playoffs, like, you could be the one seed and have the toughest matchup out of anyone just because of how pool play is. You know what I mean? So, bracket luck's definitely going to be a thing, I think, at this one. Um, obviously, you're going to like you're gonna have a better chance of playing a lower team if you get that one or two seed, but I could really see, like, a seven knocking off a two. Just, like, because you, you could have you guys and us play. Where you could have us and Jugs or like any of those teams. Yeah, but like you could have those teams play each other in pool play. And then like one of those teams is facing a one or a two, like a top team like Jug, uh, guys or LV with bon- uh, Bonet thrown. And one of those teams are like Dolby and them um, and have to play them in a first round. Like like imagine going 3-0, bro. And they're like, all right, now you got Dolby. I really, maybe day I want to see that. Right. I don't know, honestly. I don't, I'm, I think it'll be, I think it'll be, well, if it's two and one and you're, I don't know. I would think it might be a 12 team uh, thing where one through four get buys. Yeah. How many teams are going to have two wins? Like how big is the bracket giving me more than eight? So I'm thinking something like maybe three, and oh, like the, you'll have those four teams. There'll be a three and O's and there would be a three and O or two. That's like the five or six. And then uh, you have a bunch of two and ones, I'm assuming. But then would you have to go three and oh, though? It's yeah. Oh, trust me. I know, but someone's gonna, someone has. I wonder how many teams are actually going to go three and zero, like because you're going to have to play like you're playing. I mean, this I don't. Bracket well, so freaking I'm, I'm thinking I, like I should I should know because you know I'm a math guy, but I'd have no fucking idea mathematically if that's even possible. Like I the, the field, someone. Have, I mean, yeah, someone will have to, but I don't know if you're going to get four. I mean, you might. I don't think you're going to get four three and zero teams. Yeah, no, that will no. Red, Red, just a lunatic, and we'll sit there and draw it all out and really think about it. I don't have. It's actually, I just don't have the fucking like bandwidth in my brain to fucking do it. Right, Red, Red. We all know Red's the math guy. Too much fucking work. Oh, I'll, I'll figure that out. It's Saturday of the tournament at like two o'clock. If there could be four three and O teams, <laughs> I don't know how it work. I don't see four teams going three and O unless like. You have so many teams that are like so many pools that are really loaded with a certain set of guys, and you have the other sides where yeah they're a tad like weaker. But hundred percent pretty even. I would personally rather have three heavy hitters in my pool. Like I just want to get them playing because that's like good to see where you're at. What do you guys think? Uh, this new long balls team: Harshaw, Lag, Bingnir, Bose, Nate Smith, and Frankie. I'm slightly hesitant about it. It's a good team, but I'm not sure it's really going to do that well. I assume most of them, that's like their main team. It looks like their only team. I can't believe I'm saying I kind of like this version of the long balls. Obviously, you have two bad players in Dylan and Colin, but like Bingnir, Bose, Nate Smith, and Frankie, like how many tournaments are they going to? These are the guys that always play. Bingner is a really, really good, like rock solid pitcher. Like he can pitch big games. I mean, he's probably their pool play guy, which is perfect for him because he's got that great mix of changeups and all the full arsenal go with it and can throw those three games. And Bose is fucking deceptive, man. Not a lot of people hit him too well. And I think like like 
for some reason, man, like Frankie and Nate just kind of have like that, like not, I don't want to say it factor, but like they just fucking always compete. You know what I mean? They always, I feel like they play up to competition a lot. So I kind of like this version of the, the long balls. I like it. Bose throws hard and is crafty and it's, but you can just tell, you know what I mean? Like with how long he is, like he's just very deceptive. It's going to be a hard game facing him no matter what. And when, when he gets to the point of having the full Wiffle IQ, it's going to be even more deadly. 100%. I mean, he's, yeah, he's with, I mean, him playing with Sean, I think is big too. Sean, Sean, like, since like I've met Sean, Sean's always been just like a sponge. You know what I mean? Like he's just trying to obtain like literally everything. And like, he learns quick. Like you gotta love that just cause they're fucking addicts. Like trying to get better and just taking everything they fucking can. And I'm just the biggest like Nate Smith and Frankie Campanelli fans. I don't know about anyone else, but Nate Smith's fucking dick. It's a silent assassin. And Frankie's Yeah, I mean, since they added those two guys, I feel like they should really be called the medium balls. Cause the long balls combined with the short balls. I talked shit at the wild card tournament last year. And as soon as I talk shit, Nate hit a bomb and I was like, Yep, that was well deserved. Never mind. You talk shit at the thing. Nate, just like the nicest kid on the team, very quiet. <laughs> he's probably he's like whispering to himself, probably like a psycho. We little do we know. He's like off in the corner, like, all right, guys talking shit easily. And as soon as I threw it, I was like, ah, oh, shit. He saw everything, knew what was coming, and he pissed on it. I I tipped him, and I was like, that was a good hit. I'll give it to you. I don't care. Yeah, Nate's. I don't like. Nate's kind of got, he just like fucking gets the back. Like he hits opposite field a lot, I noticed. Like it's always opposite field, I feel like, but he fucking does it well. So keeping back on with MAW, what happened with Voodoo? Why, how did you get Jordan? I mean, that all kind of just happened organically. Like, so like when I joined Phenoms, I mean, I knew going forward, like I was going to be with them again this year. So like, obviously I was going to be playing with uh, Kenny and Styles be i was gonna be real with them so it just kind of naturally happened like me jordan and vin were obviously gonna play together and i knew i was i knew i was playing with with man and john so like i wasn't gonna go anywhere without playing with them because like they're my guys and they're fucking obviously great players and great teammates so like it kind of came together where jordan was bringing vin along almost, i guess you could look at it like that like jordan like together and jordan had been talking to teddy one to potentially uh team up with teddy for this mall season because like i think teddy's kind of like that perfect fit for a young guy we can like groom and get like you can get some real like you know type of experience you don't get just playing with your buddies or like people who haven't played as much as we have so it kind of all just made sense and everything kind of just fell into place and it was like well that's kind of a perfect six and like i was looking at that ross i was like that's like a lineup you can i think we can actually beat the jugs with you know it's like that like you if you take the top four and on any given day like regardless of who that fourth guy is like it's it's a lot more formidable line to put out there against ryan and like that's kind of like not to like make it sound like it's all about the jugs but i mean that's that's been the roadblock the past couple of years so it's like you gotta you gotta be able to beat those guys if you want to win i completely agree and taking on teddy was a great idea and the fact that he came to you was even better because that gives you and Jordan, as well as Vin, for pitching and hitting for all three of you. And then Whiffman on top of that just skyrockets his chances of being that much better of a player in the future as well. And then, then you can just kind of be like, hey, poke him as much as you want and say, Let, let's play a tournament. Pretty good team. Pretty good no, definitely. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like he, like we were supposed to play with him a couple years ago. Right? I don't even remember if it was last year, but like he kind of like bailed like a month or two before the season. And, like we were kind of sour about it, but like, nah, he, nah. He, <laughs> I think he knows better this time. Oh, so you're saying it's time um, for him to do but, it again? No, I mean, I'm. I, I knew, I knew he and I were going to be good. So like, I knew once we finally get him on board, it's going to be you know worthwhile because Teddy's a hell of a fucking player, man. He's just he right. He like honestly, not to sound corny, but he does remind me like a lot of myself just in like the mental part of it or like you know what I mean, just the emotional part of wiffle ball. I can definitely see a lot of myself in Theodore. So where I'm excited to work with Teddy, man. He's going to be a beast. He fucking rakes too, man. Like last couple of years, he's really been fucking getting the back going. So kids get to you play with guys like like. Jordan and Whiffman, Johnny, and, uh, 
thin. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna pick up a lot of shit, and you're gonna become not even just better player, but like a better competitor. You know what I mean? Like you guys all know, like fucking you. I'm I just like even watching Jordan play, like that shit's just fucking contagious. I feel that, and I slightly regret turning Jordan down a couple years ago when I was trying to join MAW because I had fully committed to Goon Squad and I was like, I can't back out of a team again like this. Especially because in UWIFs the year before, I had committed to Whiffaholics and then I was given the opportunity of playing with Maddie and Brian and I said, shit, this is a really good opportunity. I can take this, or I can play with the Wiffaholics. And it, it's it's a hard decision sometimes. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I'm, I like, I, like me personally, like I've, been, like, I've been in Golden Stick since I was, like, I mean, you have two, so you're, like, 14, 13, 14 years old, 15 years old. So it's, like, you know, like, the business side of, like, I do, I know, I know you do too, but, like, the, you know the business side of it now at this point. Like, I, at the end of the day, like, 75 percent of guys are gonna if they have an option to go somewhere and have like a more legitimate chance and they feel comfortable with that group they're probably gonna do it and like i don't really blame people for doing that like i can always respect someone wanting to win but i can also like the competitor in you and in me it's always going to tell you like okay you think you have a better shot with someone else you know but i like i get it now at this point in my career i think a few years back i would have been pissed if someone was like i'm gonna do this and not play with you but now it's kind of like you know that's, that's the name of the game you want people to stay with you be better I'm going to end the podcast here. Connor, do you have any closing words and or anything that you would like to plug? Uh, I'd like to plug Frog Rock Country Club. That's it. Tom, Bryce, do you have anything to say and or plug before the end? Uh, you know, the fence is almost up. We're building a field. It's going to be sick. Come to Vegas when it's done. Yeah, Stomper's got some sick threads. This is New Jersey's are out. They're going to be sick. You don't even know, and I can't wait to show them off. Well, either way, thank you for listening. My name is Colin Prentice. This has been Athlete's Foot. Connor, thank you for coming. Don't forget to follow on the Athlete's Foot Pod Twitter, as well as don't forget to follow our Discord. And have a good rest of the night, guys. Right, as they say in Canada. Peace out.